Hello, it's Natalie the Nag. I uh, hope you're all right and I wish you all Merry Christmas again. And this is my last podcast of the year. So I'm going to take a bit of a break from doing some podcasting until next year. Can't wait I'm saying that. So I'm also going to be taking some time off after the end of this week too because I think most of us throughout this year haven't really taken breaks. We've kind of, or if it's one or the other, we've, we've either been furloughed to the point where we had nothing to do because we couldn't and or you got the other end of the spectrum like myself and a lot of probably self-employed business owners or public sector workers where we've had just to continue well not had to but we've continued working throughout as we've not been able to go away or anything so we just feel not that taking a break is pointless because absolutely there is a point uh, but I pretty much continued through excuse the wind I didn't realize how windy it was going to be today so hopefully you guys can hear me all right on here so I was going to do my podcast about something else this morning and something prompted me I caught just the first bit of someone's email and it's not the first time I've seen this or heard this and they literally said things are going to pot because of Christmas they were worried about their routine, that it's going to basically go out the window, the habits are going to go out the window, despite, you know, working really hard the past, like, you know, couple of months. And, you know, I'm going to, this is what I'm going to explain to you what to do when you feel like this in the situation. I think for some people, Christmas can feel very overwhelming. And I think once most people's fear of Christmas is they're going to get fat. And some of you might think, again, Nat, you've never felt this way, you've never been fat, da da da. May have not have been, but I have been scared to put on weight and body fat. Absolutely, I've been there. And as I said in my previous podcast, I used to exercise in the morning to hopefully undo the work that I was going to do later that day, and I would do it afterwards. So I get where you are coming from, and please do not do that. I haven't done that for a long, long, long time. Probably not since I was a teenager. And, you know, and it used to cross my mind a lot that I don't feel that way. Whereas now, I'm a lot more relaxed. I just enjoy it. I see it as one day. I see the month as I have a little bit more food than usual. So my calories are up a little bit higher than usual. But not every single day. It's just I'm probably sitting more around maintenance at a slight surplus at the moment. So I'm going to give you a bit of advice this is from experience and also to help put you at ease and that you haven't got to be perfect and aim to lose weight over Christmas how about I tell you not to lose weight over Christmas how about I tell you learn to get into slightly small better habits throughout from now and then go in with them into the new year the issue is we aim too high with our goals we set ourselves up to fail and then when we can't achieve the goals we set ourselves out for for example you might say I'm going to train four to five days a week every single week for the next four weeks or whatever it is but then life happens you know you could be uh, you could have children you could have your own business you could work shifts like a shift worker you know, I know I train a few paramedics and, you know, it can be very diffi- difficult for them depending how their shifts land. 
it could be a life-changing event has happened, such as lockdown, COVID, a pandemic, and it's really affected the routine of what you were doing. And of course, you can even include on there Christmas period, so December onwards. I'm not saying that these events are what fail you. What fail you is the goals you set up. So yeah, saying I'm going to train four to five days a week is very excessive when you've got a very, very busy lifestyle. You've got to think, what can I do every single week? Repeating, repeating, repeat. So my routine, this is an example, I'll give you a client's routine who works very, very busy lifestyle. I'm self-employed. I have no children, apart from my cats. <laughs> I have a girlfriend. My family don't live close by. Um, so I live quite, well, not far away, but... In Stokey terms, it feels far away. We like to live normally quite close together, like literally next door to each other. And, you know, I don't really, apart from the business and my partner, my cats, um, I don't really have other much responsibility. So what I've done to make sure I can train an appropriate number of times a week, because of I want to, because I like it, nothing to do with self-punishment, nothing to do with fat burn, that's just a bonus my, my, in the day for me to keep my body fat healthy what I'm doing exactly right now I'm out walking every morning but I'm not out walking every morning just for that reason I'm out because I like it I like talking to you guys I look like an insane person when people go past me talking to my phone and at the moment especially people are leaving their Christmas lights on it's actually really nice seeing the odd house lit, lit up as well um, I'm one of those people who were taken around in the car as a child by my mum or my auntie and driven around the states where there was loads of Christmas lights up. I am one of those children. I actually did that with my partner the other night. And I plan on doing it end of the week as well. <laughs> just because uh, we, we I, I really like it. I mean, my missus always jokes, like you say tacky you are about Christmas. It's like Christmas in the 90s was very tacky. And it was fantastic and magical. You cannot beat it. <laughs> I sound really old saying this. But a lot of the kids now, I don't know how they experience their Christmas. Uh, compared to kids of 90s and beyond, if I'm quite honest with you. Because <laughs> obviously our parents imposed their 80s Christmas onto us, but they were the best ones. It's like I'm walking past the house now, it's really nice to lit. I wouldn't do a live with you, but it's just too dark. You wouldn't be able to see me, I look a bit dodge. Anyway, going off on a tandem because I love Christmas, did you not know? So having better habits... So when I say better habits and not going for overachievable goals, think small and think it as a spectrum. So you got, this is, in fact, my, one of my mentors did this with me. They said, right, what's the goal you would like, your sky, your sky blue goal? Like something ridiculous. Now, I don't mean just fat loss. I mean the habits you've got to implement to help with that. So it could be... Your sky blue goal is, say you're a parent with two children and you work full time and you got into business as well. Your sky blue goal would be to be able to train three times a week consistently, be out for a walk every single day. It would be have a great work-life family balance. Uh, you know, that'd be your sky blue goal and you'd steadily get results over the weeks. Then you've got to have your minimal goal on that spectrum so the idea is you pick what you could minimalistically 
achieve. So you're not going back. You're not. It doesn't mean it's shit. It just means this is what you could achieve despite the circumstances. So it could be actually because I'm so busy, I want to be able to train even just once a week for the moment because I've got a new business, new lifestyle. I've got say say two children. It could be that you can't go out and walk every day because sometimes one of the child gets sick or um, say for example at the moment you have to isolate you're stuck in so what you could do is maybe set a minimum step target instead so it could be you look at your average days and you look at your lowest steps your lowest steps are around 4,000 so you think right I have to at least get 4,000 steps a day that could be like your non-negotiable then you could look at say you know what I could adjust my, uh, my food intake so I could work on that so cars increase my activity so I'll uh, decrease my energy in to balance it out but I'll make sure I have foods that fill me up so I don't feel like I'm eating less and less and less so just little changes like that or little goals like that you want more to achieve what you want to achieve you know it's actually when clients put themselves into a calorie deficit and I'll try and negotiate and guide the ones who experience are pretty good they they will actually set reasonable terms and they'll tell me their time frame and I'm like right and that's the goal isn't it to be able actually to do that yourself and then use me as your accountability because uh, I've educated you to do it so now you just need me there to make sure that you do it and report back to me but whereas new people they tend to want to set like, I think it's just because of expectation of what everyone else is doing so you hear someone on say an 800 calorie diet you hear someone on a 1200 calorie diet and they're doing it over Christmas and you're like what you're like I'd better do that I'm going to do a 500 calorie diet then and that's what happens it becomes competitive a little bit I, competition's healthy don't get me wrong I like being competitive but in certain aspects when it comes to life you shouldn't compete with someone else on their lifestyle they're a different person different lifestyle they have different stresses compared to you as well so with Christmas as I said to you don't try to lose weight but don't think oh fuck it I should give up because I've actually had clients or people in the past say to me I've lost no weight before Christmas so I'll just go to stuff it I'll start to get in jam now when they say stuff it what happens here the tracking goes out the window right to the food diary goes out the window their exercise drops motivation drops they start sleeping poorly or sleeping too much they move less they buy more foods and that are hyper palatable because that's their high at the moment they might have stopped going to the gym or training altogether they might have stopped their online classes uh, so it becomes a downward spiral and then actually you've gained even more weight where you could have just maintained over christmas just aim to maintain now the other issues with Christmas is yes your weight's going to be a little bit higher at this time of year but that doesn't always mean it's body fat you know you're having a lot more carbohydrates this time of year so when we consume carbohydrates per gram we store three grams of water and that's it's just how the anatomy is it doesn't mean it's fat and people think this is a bad thing that's storing water and they're like I don't want to be bloated or like the Mitchell man I'm like you one, you won't, and two, it's not fat anyway if you are bloated. It's okay as long as you're not uncomfortable. If you're uncomfortable, then yeah, you might need to get that sorted actually and checked out if that's an issue. But it's okay if you see the scales go up a little bit. 
I've even had clients come in, my weight's staying the same. But I'm like, but you've lost three inches off your hips and waist. And they're like, yeah, but it's the scales. But I'm like, but you're losing body fat. That's actually what you want to lose. You can fit into the clothes. You can fit in that you couldn't fit in before. How does that make you feel? It's just like a light switch just comes on. It's so nice to see that when that happens. Because I know that really, really gets to people stepping on the scale all the time and using that purely as a form of measurement of health. The scales cannot dictate if you're healthy or not healthy. The scales is just, this is your total body weight. This is how much everything of you weighs. You know, your organs, your skin, your teeth, your food, your feces, your urine, sounding gross now, your blood, um, you know, your hair, your skin, your skeleton. Yet we still use it as a form of pure measurement. It's good alongside other forms of measurement. And I tell you now, I have weighed myself Christmas Day before and wow, weight fluctuates. Do you think I've put fat on in that time? We've been like, say, weighing myself first thing and then weighing myself after the Christmas dinner. God knows why I did that. But in a way, it's kind of given me a bit of education of like how much weight can fluctuate. And I would think that was a bad thing. I didn't understand if that was fat. I didn't even know what that meant. But I just saw it as, if it goes up, it's bad. That's, that was basically it. Or if it didn't go down, it was bad as well. And when I, when I think back, if I knew what I knew now, I know that was a mixture of water, food, salt. It was that combination. I've got to learn. So you guys, you know, I want you to learn that, you know, the scales doesn't dictate your health doesn't dictate your life when it also comes to like Christmas now I know mentally a lot of us are more stressed now normally it's supposed to be a happy time of year whether it's Covid or not there are people who really struggle mentally this time of year and I've always said that the ones who manage stress are the ones who really get good goals they achieve really good results because they're able to manage stress. And yes, I have met clients who've had a very, very stressful life and letting it carry them away from themselves. And what people don't realise with PT now, we're no longer just, here's your programme, here's, your, here's a meal plan, or, well, not that we're allowed to give meal plans, so I never have done, but a lot of PTs do, for some reason we're told to. Uh, so, you know, you give them their nutrition goals, you give them their training plan. You might talk a bit about it, their training, about their habits and lifestyle, but we're not tapping in to why we're there in the first place and most of the time it is how you manage your stress and I don't mean just from eating but also your habits from stress it could be you don't sleep very well when you're stressed or if you have depression anxiety it flares up more for certain reasons time of year or there's no reason it flares up but you don't know how to manage it management is key you don't with mental health and illness you can't see it as I'm going to cure it You've got to see it as, I'm going to manage it. It's like people who suffer with bone disease, like osteoporosis, rheumatoid arthritis. They can't get rid of it completely. They can't eradicate it, but they can manage it and have a better life. And that's how you've got to see your mental illness. Or even if you don't suffer with mental illness, again, think of it as a spectrum. That sometimes you feel more on the mental illness side of the spectrum than you do on the mental health side of the spectrum. You know, there's times of year, depending on me, where I feel more stressed and anxious. There's a time of year where 
I don't feel that way. I feel pretty happy, feel pretty in control of what I'm doing. I feel like I can manage any stress or I thrive off it. So if you're struggling right now, managing that, that's where your changes may have to be made. And what can help you manage that, especially this time of year? And like I said to you, if you try to make big, drastic changes without considering where you're at mentally, that's excess stress on you. That's extra stress on your mind. And are you going to even enjoy your Christmas if you put that on yourself? And some people think, well, I'll just fuck it because actually that'll make me feel less stressed. But then you're going to be more stressed in January. So it's kind of why you do something. It's never too late to do something, even if it only means one small change. Like one client, they said, because he suffered with mental illness, and he said, if I focus on one thing, one thing slips. If I focus on another thing, the other thing slips. I'm like, right. So you're struggling actually to make anything automatic in your lifestyle right now. And that's the key with habits. They become so automatic. They just become like, you don't even have to think about doing it. You just do it. Like me getting out in the morning, it is quite automatic. I don't always have to force it. Apart from it's really hammering it down. <laughs> then, yeah, it becomes less automatic. It's more discipline comes into that for me to get my ass out. So I said to him, right, what's... Pick one thing you want to work on to what you think will be the easiest to become automatic in your life. So it could be just as simple as drinking enough water. Now, some, some of you might be like, but that, what's that going to do? What's that going to do for fat loss or health? Well, we need water to survive. It can keep us full. It helps clear our minds because it actually helps with the brain. The brain needs hydration. So you've got a clearer head. Because you've got a clearer head, then you've got more energy. You're more focused. So that can actually lead on to other habits without you knowing. It might help you make better decisions by just having one thing to improve on. Uh, some clients, which I've been chatting to lately on my challenge, the eight-week one I've done, and I love what they've all... I mean, I could have cried last night. The comments they were putting in what they've achieved this weekend, how they found the challenge. And a lot of them said, I've, you know, I've, it's just about small changes because it's going to help me in the long term. I'm like, exactly, you've hit the nail on the head. And for some people, it does take some convincing that that is the key. And I completely understand why it would be hard to convince someone of that, because there's too much temptation out there where you see a huge, quick fix result. You know, lose a stone in a month or, you know, lose five inches in six weeks, you know, just something daft like that. There's, it, it, there's a lot of expectation and I'm just frank when I have people to come on board and say, look, I'm not that sort of solution. But I will make sure you don't have to do this all over again. Because that's what happens, isn't it, after Christmas? When we do fuck it before, because we haven't got the results we've got that year. And then we go on the, to a new diet and a new year or a new extreme regime. Because we made a huge change in our lifestyle. And January's not the most motivational month but I don't think personally I don't think many people are motivated in January so I'm always like well actually just go back get back into your routine slowly for me I might stick to maintenance calories for me I don't want actually want you in a deficit until at least mid to end Jan depending where you're at I mean some of my clients quite happy go straight back into a deficit they can do it they can change their lifestyle but they've had quite a while of practice compared to maybe some of my newer clients so my newer clients, I'm like, actually, I'd rather you stay at maintenance. And that's because we use those hyper-palatable foods at Christmas. So this is, again, another tactic 
something else you can do to improve your habits to make them better for Christmas and after. So I say to my clients, normally now, from usually from today actually, that they can sit at maintenance, maintenance calories if they want, even a slight surplus, just to control what they're having. But I'm like, only if you still get a train and keep up the routine you're doing for the moment. I said, obviously, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, I expect you not to track, I expect you to relax a little bit. It's, for most people, it's even just one day. For some people, it's just Christmas Day. I'm saying that because that's my family tradition. <laughs> because Christmas Eve, we normally used to go out for a drink. Christmas Day, obviously Christmas dinner, and you have a little bit of some mince pie celebrations and quality street. And then come New Year's, you'd have like a drink on New Year's. But I think at these days, a lot of people have changed their habits and lifestyles anyway. And the most people I've spoken to recently, I said, well, actually, that's only one day, so I'm actually okay. I'm all right with Christmas this year. I think the other thing that people get stressed about leading up to it, again, the whole fuck it mentality, I think it's because they've got to do the whole Christmas shopping. They may have kids that are stressing about that, and they just can't focus on anything else. And that's what I'm saying, maybe just focus on one goal. This is a general rule of thumb. I can't remember where I heard it from. But as humans, we're very good at remembering three things. So think like a shopping list. There's normally three things we can remember. And if you try to remember anything else or the fourth or fifth thing, you're going to forget one of the other things. So this is why I say focus on three things. And if one of your things can't be a health and fitness goal, because you have something that's quite important in your life to actually keep priority to keep doing it day in day out so it's something you've got to repeat for a bit then that's fine then you can use the other two that are spaced up for your goals instead so say if you've got to sort your christmas out because you've got a child and i think that's more stressful for parents because you want them to have a nice christmas you know i remember thinking back actually how stressed my mum and stepdad and most of my family were because we had a lot of there's a lot of children in our family we've got a lot of nieces nephews cousins uh, so you know it was very stressful but they also enjoyed it i think a little bit too i think it wasn't just stressful as it is now I think for some people uh, because of obviously Facebook and social media so people compare themselves to what they brought their family da, da, da. again comparing lifestyle and a picture only takes a snapshot of what the reality is again if you look back I can't remember which podcast it is but I was all about social media and basically calling anything on Facebook or Instagram that basically brings you no joy that just makes you want to try and have a better life than them then improve your own life for you so if you're a bit stressed and worried about general things in your life, that's what I'm saying about picking just one thing to work on. Because that can still make a massive difference. It can make you change your mind on decisions what to make. So between Christmas and New Year now, what, what habits can you make better? So even if you only put a couple of pounds on, instead of putting like maybe half stone on, but we don't know if that's weight or fat anyway, it could be maybe between Christmas and New Year, you decide to go on walks. I mean, especially this year coming now, because we can't sit in a restaurant together, we can't go out for drinks, so why not meet the family for a family walk just to catch up? It could be... So the walk is probably one of the best ones, and that's something that maybe you do traditionally over the next, I don't know, however many years. I mean, Christmas morning, I've started doing... So Mrs. normally takes ages to get ready. So I just go out for a walk. Um, you know, sometimes I'll put 
put my headphones on, listen to Christmas music or a podcast, or and you know, I'll just have nothing on and just say Merry Christmas to anyone I see coming past. It's just a new thing I started to do, and it wasn't because of I'm gonna have food and trying to burn anything off. It just clears my head a little bit because you are quite foggy most of the day, Christmas Day. So I kind of want to be present and enjoy it because I, I love the build up of it. And this time this year, it's been hard to experience that build up uh, because it's very different, you know, our Christmas this year. So, you know, I'm able to have friends around and parties and stuff. So for me, you know, to have a clear head that day to enjoy it, I'd, I'd like to do that. So that's something I've implemented myself personally. So for some of you might need that just to de-stress baby because maybe you're doing the dinner or it could be, um, you know, you've got a lot of children to cater for. It could be you're cooking for a lot of uh, people uh, who, is, who are living at your home or staying over in the bubble. So it might be you just need that time to get out because then you're having a less stressful Christmas. And again, because you've done that simple act of looking after you, it tends to have a domino effect to what everyone else you do. Now, I'm not saying on Christmas don't not drink or drink excessively I'm not going to tell you to do that that's totally up to you you know I mean I'm not a big drinker anymore I used to be and years ago when I was a big drinker either I was in the situation I was now if I liked a lot of drink I would have had a lot to drink this year that's just purely my choice but don't beat yourself up on it this is another great thing to practice after Christmas so as soon as Christmas Day and Boxing Day are done we have that slump in the middle where we don't know what day it is do we you know, they're the days where it's good to go meet up and walk and meet somebody at the moment. That could be your new habit to go and do that. It could be those days you've got kids and if it's a dry day, go take in the park, go out and enjoy it or take the new toys out. I remember one year for Christmas we had these bloody pogo sticks and we were literally, the whole of the, the Christmas period of being off from school, we were literally glued to these pogo sticks. Even my stepdad was bouncing around on them. It was hilarious. We were just jumping around my nan's back garden on these bloody pogo sticks. Um, crazy. Yeah, they're crazy when they buy stuff like that, but it was hilarious because it's actually one of my favourite Christmases, actually, that one. It was just a bit nuts and it was funny. There was no snow or anything, but it was cold, it was fresh, it was dry, so we could go outside and enjoy ourselves. You know, we were playing. And it's the thing with humans, we don't play and explore enough and use that. A lot of you are off work now, like myself, I'm off for two weeks, so I'm planning on going exploring and meeting with a a friend between Christmas and New Year we're going to we're looking at climbing up a few hills and mount, uh, not mountains but really high hills because we like elevation you know we're looking forward to that getting our hearts pumping we can we'd rarely get to see each other so it'd be nice to go and bond you know just things like that you know go, go on adventures go and play we're humans we don't a lot of us when we're adults think we can't do things like that they call I'm too old for that what is that about it's like no but always in that mindset we're too old for anything uh, other ways to make your habits better over the Christmas period. Well, think of your Christmas dinner. It's a giant Sunday dinner. It's got a lot of veg on there. Most of you are too stuffed after a Christmas dinner to have anything else that day, apart from maybe Quality Street. <laughs> you know, especially if it's the chocolate orange and the strawberry. That's my personal favourite, and the caramel barrel. I always forget if that's Quality Street or Rose. I always forget. They got. They both got the same. It's just one's a barrel, one's a cup. <laughs> So the other way to make the better habits is accept that Christmas day you're not going to track and the day after you're not going to feel like crap for it and think you have to now go to the gym the day after Boxing Day and this is something I see every single year, I chatted about this in the last podcast, it does grab my gears a little bit actually, I'm not quite, I'm being quite honest, 
and I apologise if you are one of those people, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to give you some tough love right now. And I'll see people in the gym I've never, ever seen before in my life. I'm not going to lie. You know, they're on, the cardio machines are absolutely packed. So the cross training, the treadmill, um, ski eggs we have in there, we have airdyne bags, they are chocky. And you can tell people are just hammering it. Like, they're just, I don't know, it is like a form of self-punishment. Now, don't get me wrong, when I train me and my training buddy, Kate, we do joke that what we do is a form of self-harm sometimes. Uh, but, you know, between Christmas and New Year, when we've gone in and trained, we're just going in and doing our unusual routine because we just like doing it. And we've got extra calories, so we know we've got the energy to lift more weight. So, actually, we kind of use it as a, a form of fuel for us. And just to wake us up a little bit as well, because again, you can't in that sun planned. So I have nothing against people wanting to go in the gym between Christmas and New Year, but do not use it as a form of, and use it to burn off what I've had over Christmas. Because then did you even enjoy it? Did you even do Christmas? So if you're gonna go to the gym, and you normally go to the gym, go and just do your normal routine. Just go and enjoy it, you've got more energy, you've got more food in you. It might be a bit soggy and a bit tired, so just use it to kind of wake your body up a little bit. But you don't need to hammer yourself to get rid of the excess calories. Because then you're going to do that with everything. We're not meant to be like that humans. We're not meant to hammer everything we eat to get rid of it. We're designed to survive and thrive. We're not designed to, to starve ourselves and to feel like shit basically the rest of the day. Because that's what you'll feel like. Some of you might feel good after, and that might spur you on to actually join the gym and be there continuously. Great. If it changes your mind, that's fantastic. But I'd say if you are going to go to that gym, don't be that person who just comes in between that d- days between Christmas and New Year and Christmas Eve. That that one, that one really gets me. <laughs> it's, it's one of my grandma gears. Again, I've been in Christmas Eve, do my normal routine, and again, people that I've never ever seen. And I'll never see him again in the new year. Very strange, very strange habits. Maybe it's because he's visiting, perhaps. But no, I don't think it is. Because uh, I don't always see him every single year. It's like a different bunch will come every year. It's very strange. It's weird. And, you know, because I know all the regulars. And I get it if I see a lot of the regulars because of work. Understand that. Because, you know, the place where I train, people are very consistent. And they are in on a consistent basis. Oh, it's when you see random people come in, but you just have to disappear. Just think, where do you go? Is it Christmas magic? <laughs> Who knows? Well, it's New Year's. I don't see it as bad anymore. But hopefully, maybe if you've never been to the gym, do not feel intimidated by what I've just said. You know, if you want to go between Christmas and New Year and you intend on staying afterwards, yes, that is the correct reason to go because you want to implement a habit in your life to make yourself better. And that's absolutely fine. But join for the right reasons. Okay, join because you want to... Because in a day, people think they can burn a lot more calories in the gym in that little one hour, especially at the moment, that one hour slot, when actually you can burn off a lot of your calories in your normal daily life. So again, making habits better, like I said to you. Go walking a bit more often, especially that we haven't really got anywhere to go at the moment. You know, and shopping. Do you really want to go shopping at the moment? between Christmas and New Year, I'd rather go see loved ones and go for walks with them personally and do that because it's safer and it's outside. You know, yes, a form we have chosen a bubble to go to for Christmas, but I'm just literally going to go Christmas Day and that's it. 
So I want you to like think, after all this I've explained, so I keep getting off on tandems, but think about what you can do to make one thing a little bit better. Not perfect, not to beat your friends or your family or to prove something to someone. You're really doing it for you. Because what you're going to get out of it, even if you beat someone over something. You know, I see swimming clubs, people competing. I've lost this much. Well, I've lost that much. Oh, so-and-so put a pound on because they had this. It's like, oh, it's like stuff that. They have some habits built in now or over Christmas, morning birds, <laughs> what you'd like to continue in the new year. Find something that will actually, is not, it's not going to bring misery or make you feel like you're punishing yourself. Like I said to you, I'm out walking pretty much every morning or every day because I like it. I like having the fresh air in me. It wakes me up. It makes me really alert for the day. One of my clients lives near me and decided to come for a walk with me a couple of days to about a couple of weeks ago and came with me there Friday and they said I was, don't get me wrong that keeping up with you my legs are aching but they said they were so alert for the day and they have to work a lot on the computer I said oh god yes it perks me right up I said I can't sit and go straight on the computer as soon as I get up I said I'll load it up ready under the current circumstances because I'm zooming clients uh, if I can't meet them outside because it's too dark at this time in the morning but I'll always, always do that. Even when I go off after this week being off work, the only difference is I won't be up as early. There won't be an alarm set. I'm just going to get up naturally when I want to get up, which won't be much different because I'm an early waker anyway. But I'm going to continue my habit. Just because I'm off doesn't mean I'm going to just stop completely and do jack shit. You know, I still I like to do it. So I'm still going to get up and walk. I'm just going to probably listen to more podcasts, music, maybe have the headphones off and just do my normal routine. You know, and if anything, when I'm off... Because I like baking, I'm going to do a hell of a lot of baking because they're most of my Christmas gifts. So I'm going to get into my hobby a bit more. So I like to do something completely different from what I do when it comes to my business. So that's why I bake. In case any of you are wondering why does a PT bake, it's total opposite to what I normally do. That's why I do it. So it helps me kind of focus on something else because even training, even kickboxing, it's all stuff that I do most days. So to do something else completely off the ball, off the bat, um, you know, it's, it's quite fulfilling actually. So to take away from this, think of something small to improve your habits with. It doesn't matter how small it is, because it'll help you make better decisions in the future. Like I say, it's like I say, isn't it? About it's not the first strike that breaks the rock when you're picking at a rock with a hammer. It's probably the 900th strike well not the 900th strike it's the, it's the whole of the 900 strikes that break the rock not a certain number it's that repetition that does the job so think small don't think I'm going to train 4 or 5 days a week if you've got a busy lifestyle already and you've never ever been to the gym that many times just start with 2 maybe even 1 pick your day, put it in your calendar schedule it in if you're picking your other habits, like your step habits, if you're nowhere near 10,000 steps a day and that's your goal, start at where you're at, being consistent every day. Then build it up. Maybe one day you're like 5,000, you're like, right, I'm going to go 5,500. You know, it doesn't matter how small it is. Because it's what you can repeat day in, day out. I say this over and over because I'm trying to drill it in you. You know, that there isn't no magical pill. It's your discipline 
finding a process, process that you enjoy and that fits within your lifestyle and around your lifestyle without adding stress onto it. Definitely makes you implement a strategy to help manage your stress. If you're unable to manage your stress, you need to find that out first before moving on to anything else because you're adding in goals to improve your physique. To lose body fat is an extra stress on the body. Going to a calorie deficit is an extra stress on the body. That doesn't mean you can't go to a PT. It doesn't mean you can't go to a class or can't go to the gym because that could be your stress relief. And say, for example, I've had clients go, I can't be with you right now because I can't lose weight right now. And I'm like, whoa. I'm like, well, what are you going to do then in the meantime while you're managed, while you're trying to do that? Do you know how to maintain? And they're like, oh, I'm just going to leave everything. Like, well, but then you're just going to fail and you're going to be even heavier or put more body fat on by the time you come back. And you're going to be actually even more upset and your stress is going to be higher. If you've got a mental illness, it's going to be more triggered than usual. You're going to be have that cloud over your head more than usual, have more bad days and good days. You know, if you've got a train, it doesn't have it's me or someone else, but use it to help have its party stress management to manage your life. I say PTs now aren't just about the training. We are about you when it comes when it's about your lifestyle, about managing it. You know, I had a conversation, I had a review of a client the other week, and we we're actually talking about their job because they weren't happy, they weren't managing, but they've made the conscious decision to look elsewhere, and I like that. But they used me to confirm that with and saying, look, I am under a bit of extra stress in the moment. I'm like, okay, let's keep, let's not change anything with your goals. Is there anything that is effect, that's going to affect, be affected because of this? And if there is, let's find a solution to maybe just find the more lower end of the spectrum to make sure you're still achieving, but we don't have to achieve as high as usual. So stop comparing to everyone else. You don't have to give up over Christmas. Maintenance is fine. Practicing maintenance is absolutely okay. I think it's a bit strange that people don't think maintenance is going to make them fat. And I get that because I've been there as well, when I've been into a deficit for a while. But thermogenesis has not changed. Energy in, energy out has not changed. The science has not changed. Just make sure it's calculated right for you. If you feel like it's going up a bit, then you might have to bring it down a bit. That's fine. You can do calories over a week basis. It's fine. Especially over the Christmas period. That is probably the better way to do it. So if you are on a fat loss journey... You could, if you want to, still track now up until Christmas Eve, but maybe even do a month, month's worth of calories. So say you want to maintain, say it's 2,000 calories. You could do 2,000 either times by seven, so you're doing a week basis, and then see how many weeks there is from now until Christmas. It could be, say, three times it by three. And you can work out roughly, like do a countdown of calories, say from today, up until New Year's Day if you wanted to. You could absolutely do it that way because it's about repetition and what you do over time. Not one day. One day, Christmas is not going to make you fat. It's repeating habits where it's going to cause either excess calories due to lack of movement and too many calories or not enough movement as well. Or it's because the type of food you're having are very hyper-palatable so it's easily taking you over your calorie intake. And that's why maintenance is good to practice as well. Because in the new year, so they tried to drop right down. So that means you're cutting everything out of your diet, which most people do. And you've got a taste for hyperpalatable foods. You've got cravings for it. So because you've got those maintenance calories, you can start replacing some of those calories you normally have in excess foods that you enjoy 
with foods that are going to fill you up are more fibrous higher your protein intake you can drop your carbohydrate intake slightly you know and your fat intake a little bit so you can prioritize your protein a little bit more swapping some of your foods for more vegetables and fruit sounds really basic but if you've got maintenance calories you'll actually find you struggle to get up to maintenance when you start having fibrous foods again and higher protein foods then by mid to end jan you'll be ready to go back into a calorie deficit and it makes it easier to adhere to so that's how i personally set my clients up to make sure that they're not going to fail and feel like they've got a bit more flexibility as well because that's what it's about too anyway have an awesome christmas and i hope you enjoyed today's podcast and a bit of tough love there you know i want you to enjoy your christmas enjoy seeing your loved ones when you can safely and i'll be back in the new year and if you ever have any questions you want to bring up in the podcast and hopefully i'll be back with kate more next year uh, depending what the rules are uh, you can send uh, an email with subject podcast to the nag pt fitness at gmail.com or you can send a dm to my facebook which is the nag pt fitness or to a dm to instagram which is the nag personal trainer keep an eye out on my social media uh, I do have a link for a newsletter on my Instagram page and one has gone up on my Facebook page as well in one of my recent posts because there's a 10 day challenge coming up to kickstart you back into habits uh, which will be starting in January and then that's going to lead on to another eight week challenge I'm going to be putting out very soon in the new year to set you up ready for spring and I've got other plans throughout the year, got you sorted for the whole year. Take care guys, Merry Christmas.